morning, Tim. I think the most remarkable thing to me, and probably to you, is that we're having this discussion already. Uh, 2014, in my mind, doesn't seem like it was that long ago. It seems like it was just, I don't know, a few months ago that we were moderating, I was moderating your debates in places like Savannah and Gainesville, elsewhere. Well, it's amazing, six years, how fast it's gone gone by, and Georgia's changed a good bit since then. But, you know, I, I never wanted to do this as an outsider, Tim. You remember, I, I uh, never wanted to have a career in, in politics at all, and uh, I had my career in the business world. I just felt compelled that the country at that time, back in 13 and 14, was headed in the wrong direction, and I wanted to try to see if I could help change the direction of the country, and I feel like we've done exactly what we said we were going to do, you know, from deepening the port to strengthen our military to getting disaster relief here we we've done pretty much what we told the people of georgia we would do well, uh, let me focus on that. one thing that i know you campaigned on in 2014 and i think an honest assessment would say that you have tried but have not succeeded in getting a handle on that federal debt and deficit not blaming you it's a much bigger problem than you or any one member of the u.s senate but you'd have to say there there's a place where there's a lot of work yet to be done well, there is. After the last administration, Democratic administration, that doubled all the debt in prior all the prior presidents, yes, we we have a situation where that's one of the reasons I ran. You're you're exactly correct. One of the things I said in 14 when I was running was that we have to fix the budget process and we have to get our economy growing again. We did both of those. We we're working on fixing the budget. We uh, formed a joint select committee, which I actually. Uh, authored and got it approved, and we worked on that. We came to some agreements that over time we'll get to change that. But the biggest thing we did was under under Donald Trump, Tim, we got the economy growing. We helped six and a half million people pull themselves out of poverty. And by growing the economy, we lowered the debt curve by two trillion dollars prior to COVID. Now that's the curve. We spend less money today on discretionary spending than we did in 2011. The problem is is in our mandatory spending, and we've got to get that under control. And I believe we can and will. It's a, it's a long-term project. We are making great, head, uh, great strides in trying to get uh, the basic fundamentals in place so we can get at that. We've got to get past COVID. We just increased our debt dramatically because of COVID. I made a tough decision. I just felt like we had to do whatever we could to bring help to the people of Georgia, Tim. And frankly, I would do it again. We bought $47 billion, even though my opponent and others opposed it. We bought $15 billion of just PPP that saved a million and a half jobs in Georgia, Tim. Well, why haven't we been able to do more? You say you'd vote for it again if you had to, if it was an opportunity to. Uh, the House, the Senate, the White House, everybody says they want it. Here we are, Election Day. We don't have it. Great question. We have voted several times for an extension to the PPP program. We said when we did it, remember, it's two tranches. We did one at 350 and another one at 310. We need another one about the same size. And that, that bill has been in there. We voted on it. We didn't get one Democrat to vote with us on it. So that they are holding us hostage to bail out California, Illinois, New York, these, these financially irresponsible states that want the taxpayers in Georgia to uh, pay off the debt in California. So it's over a trillion dollars they want to pay off these, these uh, bankrupt states. And that's been the holdup so far. It turned into partisan politics close into the, the presidential race. I'm hopeful that right after we get this presidential race out of the way this week, that we'll be able to get that next round of aid out there. 
Senator David Perdue with us again, the Election Day edition of Classics Today. I'm out jogging the other day, and sometimes I have the headphones in, and sometimes the commercial pops in, and suddenly I hear this John Ossoff commercial that's telling me that you took part in this classified briefing at the outset of the coronavirus pandemic. I ran out and cashed in. Now, I thought we had dealt with that whole stock issue months ago, but your opponent is out there trying to make an issue of it again in the election that takes place today. Well, Tim, thanks for bringing that up. He, he certainly is. I mean, he knows that's already been refuted, not just by me, but by the Securities Exchange Commission, the Department of Justice, and the bipartisan Senate Ethics Committee. Even Democrats looked at it, the facts. My facts set were so different than everybody else. First of all, I never attended any meeting. He knows that. He's lying to the population of Georgia, the voters of Georgia. And it's just, it's what he does because he cannot defend this radical socialist agenda they're trying to perpetrate. And also, he wants to deflect from the fact that he's lied repeatedly about other things in my background, but also in his background. He has not ever admitted that he's taken money from the Chinese communist company, uh, CCCW, that uh, is owned by Unicom, which is a, a state owned enterprise in communist China. He, he actually denied that, and yet it's in a federal filing. So this is just what happens in in, uh, politics. It happens on the Democratic side right now because they cannot defend this radical socialist agenda, uh, Tim. Senator David Perdue with us. Uh, I I don't know what your internal polls are telling you. I just know what we are seeing publicly. There are those who are suggesting that this doesn't end today, the presence of a libertarian candidate to force this into a runoff. For what it might be worth to you, I'm not buying that wisdom, but there are those who are out there suggesting it. Why do you think it is as close as it appears to be, or do you think it is as close as it appears to be? Well, Tim, as an outsider, and, and you know, you and I go back a ways, I, I've never been um, good at, at projecting these things, and I don't think anybody else is either. I remember in 14, you reminded me that uh, I was down 8 to 10 points in these public polls, and yet we won by about 8 points. It, it's hard to tell. We've added a lot of new people to Georgia from California and Illinois and New York in the last uh, six years, a couple of million. We'll have more people vote in Georgia this time than ever before. So it's really hard to, to peg. I can just tell you this. Being out of the state, all over the state in the last six years, just since the COVID crisis hit, Tim, we've reached out to over a million Georgians uh, trying to help them find relief and figure out what they needed and all that. And I can tell you this. People don't want to go the way the Democrats are talking, by and large. They don't want to have a socialist state. They don't want the state to take over their lives. They don't want to defund the police. They certainly don't want to cut the military. And they don't want the federal government to take over their private health insurance they get through their employers. So, And the Green New Deal scares them. So these are things that I'm hearing out there. We'll see. I trust the voters of Georgia. My message to everybody, whether you're Democrat, Republican, Independent, whatever, I- I'm encouraging everybody to vote. It's not just the right. It's a responsibility, Tim. What is your sense, and we'll let you go on this one, Senator David Perdue, what is your sense of election security? There are concerns, I know, other spots around the country based on laws that they have on how long you have to keep counting votes after they come in after Election Day. Do you have any concerns here in Georgia? You think most things are on the up and up here? Well, I think they are, but I I think we know that there are some cases in the June 9th um, Democratic primary, for example, where we know some people voted twice. Um, and so the, we, we've got some safeguards now put in there. We've got people watching for that. Uh, it's, it's typically the same counties, the, the counties that uh, have electoral boards. This is not done by the state or the federal government. Most people don't know that. It's done by the local county election board. And in those counties, we always seem to be late getting results in DeKalb and Fulton, run by Democrat uh, you know, electoral board, election board. So 
I think we're going to be okay in those counties, um, but we're watching. And overall, I would say anybody out there, you know, you need to vote and vote in confidence that your vote's going to get counted. It's going to get counted correctly. And uh, this idea that we have voter suppression in Georgia is just nonsense. And we have an automatic voter registration. And I'm convinced that more people are going to vote this time than ever before in the state. I'm really proud of that. Now, I always say that about the voter suppression thing. If you Republicans are out there trying to suppress the vote, you're doing a lousy job because we have record voter turnout already. And we've just started with Election Day voting. Uh, Senator David Perdue, best of luck today. Thanks for your time this morning. Thanks, Tim. Take care. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.